Seminar, a small group of students as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty, and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussion. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Episode 31, Limitations. Classroom is quiet. Wonder why it's called back. The classroom is back? Where's the instructor? I don't know. It seems that she isn't fully active. Welcome, class. As you know, there have been some technical issues this semester due to some processing and personality issues. Why is everyone looking at me? This unit has been under repair during your absence, and we are prepared to continue your lessons. In past classes, we have discussed the limitations, both mental and physical, that people keep on themselves. But what happens when these limitations are pushed beyond their breaking point? Is it one action? or many actions that can turn a casual person into a being of rage. Take this story, Rockabye, part one. How was your day? Well, I spent a lot of the day on the conference call with the boss and one of the company's suppliers in Melbourne, I think. Anyway, we renegotiated the con. Oh. Would you like me to get him? <sighs> no, no, I've got it. <laughs>
Doctor, he's waking up. Thank you. Mr. Dominic, how do you feel? Marie! Adam! Where, where are you? Calm down. Just calm down and talk to Where me. are they? What happened? What have you done with them, you dirty bastard? You have sustained head trauma in a vehicle accident. Your wife and son are dead. You're lying! Marie! Adam! Where are they? What Mr. have Dominic, you- Dominic, I'm going to give you a sedative. Please, try to get some rest. No, 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 no. There's a woman, mid-thirties, Caucasian, who's hanging from a noose in a tree. Sounds like a suicide. Why do you need homicide detectives for that? Oh, definitely not a suicide. Follow me, please. Lord Almighty! That is not pretty. You're right. That's definitely not a suicide. She didn't hang herself with her left hand cut off. Yikes. Almost stepped in that... blood. Somebody wrote something in it. Take a look, Kate. Hmm. It's hard to make out. I think it says, Rockabye Baby, in, in the, the treetop. Tree oh boy. Looks like we got another whack job on our hands. Got any leads? Yes. And no. Give me a straight answer. Now! Don't give me any bull. Just a straight answer. No straight answer, and your career? Over. Faster than you can say? Yes and no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, back get up. I'll tell you. We found some skin under Jane Doe's fingernails. No matches in the database. Happy? Mildly. Alright, calm down, Kate. She was just talking. Come on. We'll look into it. Thanks. Jeez. Hmm. Let's see. When the beams in section B9 are placed, the supporters for the girders will sink. But if the foundation... Yeah, George? What do you need? The location of my wife and son. What are you talking? No, this isn't the trunk either. But he helped. He obviously helped. Where are you, Marie? Adam? I I hear you, but you're not here. Of course. Oh, Adam, you... 
So, I was looking at these blueprints and, uh, boss? What? What'd you do? You dirty off! Hey! You know, I don't think these pressure filled donuts they're serving now taste as good as the, uh, the Greenfield ones. Just don't have that distinctive flavor. Was there another reason why you came to my desk, Hank? Because if you don't like the donuts, I'm sure you could either stop eating them or whine with Officer Loeb about them. Nah, I'll just eat them and complain about them. Like it was before you talked to me. Ugh. Glad I could make your day more interesting. Courtesy of Hank Dale, Homicide Investigator. So, what are you up to now? Well, I was trying to go back through our homicide records to find a killer like him. But I see nothing about people who sever left hands and write nursery rhymes. I see a guy who severed limbs and a guy who wrote lyrics to It's Been a While in Blood. But the first is dead, and the latter is sentenced to life in a Montana penitentiary. Detective Dale, come in. Dale, go ahead. We've got a 1063 at Clark and Wayne. 1080. 104, 1076. Looking for our killer. He was just seen at Clark and Wayne. We've got two cars in pursuit. He's stolen a pickup. Let's go. We are checking your responses to the previous story and will review the results after the next story. In keeping with our theme, I ask you to once again find the breaking point in the human brain. Or is it an outside force that can step in? Answer these questions in last straw. Marla. Oh, morning, Flo. It's Monday again. Yep. Another day, another 55 cents on the dollar, yeah? Yep. Coffee? Oh, yeah. Cafeteria or the coffee place? Whichever will provide me the mind-numbing levels of caffeine I'll need to get through another day. So, you need some scotch with your coffee? Mmm. Need to stay somewhat lucid. I've got killer tickets for the Stones tonight. Oh, yeah? Uh, this is really our last tour tour. <laughs> yep. I've had the tickets for months. I have been reminding the boss that I have to leave by 8 tonight for like the last six weeks. Oh, I saw the stones back in the 60s. Ugh. Alate says he's calling to say he's working from home. He hasn't been here in weeks. Marla, look, I'm going to work from home today. 
get me on my cell phone if you need me. Oh, and I, I left a few receipts on your desk. I need their expense reports for those by today. Mr. James, these go back a year. And there are at least two dozen envelopes here. Thirty-four, actually, and they need to be in today so the Amex doesn't get shut off. Yeah, I've been too busy to give them to you. Sorry. Uh, anyway, I'm working from home. Um, so, should I connect your conference calls this morning to your cell or house phone? What conference calls? The calls we set up last week. We did? Oh, well... Cancel them. I've got too much to do today. You get on the phone. It's your turn to see up. Gotta go. Talk at you later. Mm, maybe I should treat. Let's go before he calls back. Ugh, every time. Every time with him. Always last minute. Never checking his calendar or his email. And it's always magically my fault. He's a typical man, scatterbrain. Oh no, he knows what he's doing. He just nods and says, yes, of course, and he just doesn't pay attention. Then he changes the subject to something stupid, or he stares at his computer screen saying, I'm listening, I'm listening. You know, he called me Saturday six times. You didn't answer, did you? It's like he knows when I'm finally relaxed and then ring, ring. Demonic. It, 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 that's it. He's a demon sent here to torture me. You know, one of these days he's gonna do something and it'll be the last straw. Then he'll learn. Okay. Let it go. Relax. It's latte and bagel time. Ugh. Shocker. Yeah, yes, Mr. James. I, I emailed you the flight info. Yeah, and I, and I left it on your voicemail. Yes. Oh, it, it should be on your Blackberry. Okay, okay, yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I, I can send it again. Yeah. Yeah, I just need a few minutes. Okay. Okay, thank you. Gold. I'll bring it up to you. Uh, thank you. Coming, I'm coming. Marla, listen, I need you to book me the 5 p.m. train to New York City tomorrow, and uh, we need to find some place to have a dinner. Okay? For tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can find. H- how many? It's in the email. You should know that. I know I copied you on all the emails. Where's my Blackberry? Here we go. Look, I totally copied you on the... Oh. Guess I didn't. Oops. <laughs> okay, well, I'll send them to you now. Dude, that was a beauty shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, did the uh, analysts send in their notes? Uh, yes, and I, I read through all 20 of them and emailed you the summary on Friday. Okay, here it is. I need you to revise it down to one page and make it sound like I wrote it tonight. Well, it took two days to get through all the data and write it up. Well, just say late tonight. Mr. James, I need to leave the office today before 8 p.m. I have plans. Oh, you can stay.
No, I, I really can't. You need to get those expenses in, and I need that analysis, and you gotta set up the dinner. So, I guess you should think about what is more important. Gotta go. Talk at you later. <laughs> it's only nine o'clock and you're already having a stroke. He wants me to rewrite the report. <gasps> All that work you did last week? Mm-hmm. And now he wants me to book an investor dinner for tomorrow night in New York. And the 34 expense reports. You know, Angel, I've been a secretary for over 35 years and I've seen them all, but you're Mr. James. He's a whole new species. What am I going to do? I can give you a hand. No, you, you have your own work to do. I don't want to add to it. Hell, hell, I couldn't have finished last week's project without you. Y you must be behind. Nah, I'm fine, sugar. Look, you start on rewriting. I'll make some calls about restaurants. I can book the train tickets with the travel bureau, and then once I get the rewrite done, I can start on the reports. Sounds like a plan, yeah? <laughs> Flo, what would I do without you? Time. About two to five a minimum security for bludgeoning your boss with a Rolodex. <laughs> nice. Went to the travel bureau, I got the tickets, I booked the car service, picked up lunch, revision took all morning, but it's done. Well, Charlie's Chop House made their executive chef's private dining room available. Menu is set, wine picked, only $95 ahead. Charlie himself will preside and got the cigar shop next door to set up a private cigar bar. Wow. How did you swing all that? I have my ways. Do I want to know? Oh, not right now. Maybe later. <laughs> You're the boss. Oh, you know, you you can do anything. Like you have a little magic wand in your desk or something. Why why aren't you a boss? Oh, I'm more of a doer of deeds than a demander of them. I'd like to help. What about you? You're bright and clever. What are you doing in this steno pool? Well, when I started, it seemed like the best opportunity. I mean, work under one of the top investor analysts in the city. He was going to mentor me, bring me into projects, and in a year, move me up. Well, it's been two, and I haven't budged. I do all his work and get nothing. Well, maybe it's about time we fixed that. It's one o'clock. I'll give a glance to the rewrite. You start on Lady McLaderson's expense reports and eat your salad. How you eat that stuff, I don't know. Flo, not all of us can down a corned beef on rye, two oatmeal cookies, and a Coke and keep svelte. Seriously, I'm going to dig through your desk and find that little magic wand. <laughs> All right, on you get. Okay, let's give her a little boost.
how's it going here? Rewritten report has been emailed. Cranking through the expenses. I've got four more to go, and it's only six o'clock. Yeah, a girl. I don't know what came over me, but I was just so focused. And I typed and I counted and scanned. See? And... You don't need a little wand. I haven't even gotten up to pee. I was in my own little world, just focused, and I didn't even notice... Thing. Flo, when did it start raining? About 45 minutes ago. Why? Shit. That means he'll be here any. Can you believe that storm? <laughs> Couldn't get any work done at home, so I thought I'd come in. Hey, you know, I sure could use a cup of coffee. Would you? Thanks. Hey, and if you happen to be around the executive washrooms, grab me a towel, okay? Yeah, great, thanks. Oh, and I found another pile of reports I left in my car. Here are the keys. I need you to get them into the system tonight, too. Great, thanks. Yes, sir? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I read the rewrite on the way in. It's great, absolutely. Already sent it into the CFO, but hey, listen, yeah, um, he's a bit of a stickler as far as information and chain of command, so I just sent it in along with my notes. So, coffee? Right on that, um... Great! You've got to be kidding me. Don't worry, hon. $200, Flo. That, 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 that ticket was $200. I know, I know. We're gonna need a little more help here. Go get the towels. I got the rest. But, but, Flo... The only but I want to know about is yours getting that towel. Get up to the executive floor. Go. Ugh, fine. Fawn. Hey, it's Flo. King M.W. Break out the tools. I've got a live one. Define live one. Male, 48 years of age, 6 foot 3 inches, approximately 190 pounds, senior VP of a multinational corporation, ego the size of Saturn, treats his admin like she's a slave, and she has a concert tonight. Ah. So how are we going to handle this? Oh, please. Not like the last time. I always have to hold the bucket. Such a baby. It's not like you had to hold the clamps. All right, ladies. Did you bring tools? Never leave home without them. What? I upgraded. Right. Okay, ladies. Let's roll. Yoo-hoo, Mr. James. I'm on the phone. Oh, no. You're not. Who do you think you are? I'm calling security. Oh no, you won't. Look, I know you've been here since the dawn of time and the execs just love you. (laughs) But I won't stand for this ballsy shit. Your ass is mine. Not in a million years, Dilbert. What? How do you know I know a lot of things, being around since the dawn of time and all. Dilbert, Bartworthy, James, the fifth. After five generations, nobody picked up on that being the most ridiculous name ever. What? Who the fuck are you? Have I fired you before? Now, be nice. We're just here to talk to... 
inform you of how some of your particular management style are just plain rude. Like when you take Marla's work for your own. And hurtful. Like when you didn't help Marla get her promotion because where else am I going to find a secretary to do all my work? And make you a cruel dumb fuck who only got an 820 on your SATs and had to have daddy buy a job title. And Stanley, the family dog, he wasn't hit by a car and buried. Your nanny actually took him to a farm to run around and be happy with other dogs. Whoa, MW. Ouch. What the... How could... Where, where did you find... What have you and your grandmother gang been up to? How the hell do you know? Not grandmothers. Godmothers. As in a fairy. You know, fairy. What, so you're lesbians? No, so, so stupid. As in the fairy tale. And princesses. And saving from dinners. My dear God. Don't bother. He stays out of our way, he stays out of his. You've been quite a demon to our little Marla. And demon you will be no more! <laughs> uh, Flo? What, what was that screaming? Flo? Hush. Flo? M Mr. James? <gasps> Hiya, Marla, darling. Come on in. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, who are you? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. What? What the hell happened? Was, was there a bomb? Is, oh, my God. Is that Mr. James? What's left of him, yes. Flo. Oh, my God. What the hell is going on? I mean, what the... Who did... And what was the... And how... Why is everything so sparkly? Oh, Pixie dust, these older wands are always putting out too much. Listen, Marla, I think you need to take a deep breath and we can clear all this up. Pixie? Clear, 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 clear what up? What the hell? God, Mr. James is in pieces. Oh my god, and, and, and is that his arm on the ceiling fan? Oh, my bad. I yanked too hard and it just went flying. This, this is like some horrible slasher movie with glitter and blood. Oh my god, it's like a fairy tale gone really, really wrong. Well, you have the fairy part right. We're fairy godmothers, put here to help the smart little princesses of the world survive their demon bosses. What? Like, like Cinderella? Oh yes, just like Cinderella. Such a nice gal, that Cindy. Always sends Christmas cards, and she makes them herself, you know. Yeah, but she got a dress, and a husband, and, and I... Get homicide? Well, yes, he dear. Oh, shit. Mr. James, we got the silent alarm signal. Everything okay? Oh, shit, indeed. Silent alarm? Oh, he's a fucking panic button paranoid son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we gonna do? It'll be fine, darling, really. Oh, there, there, there. Of course it will. The world is rid of one less demon. Hey, get off me! You're goo! You're covered in blood! And now, so are you. And here we go again. So, the usual spot, ladies? 
Mr. James, sir, you need to open this door. Frank, come help me with this. Usual spot? What, what, what the hell is she talking about? Mmm, pancakes. See ya, kid. You can thank us later. After you're paroled. <laughs> sir? Okay, Frank, on the count of three. One. Oh my god! Flo! You're gonna help me, right? You're my... No, you're my very fucking godmother. What the hell? You can't just leave me. You have to tell them it wasn't me. Well, technically, I'm not assigned to you. Long story. Oh, sunshine. It's not like they believe me. Hell, nobody over the age of ten believes in us anyway, so... Two? But I, I believe, see? I believe! Oh my god, I so fucking believe! Yeah, wrong kind of fairy, sweetie. Really sorry about the concert. Good luck! Three! Freeze! Oh! Okay, so that's three stacks of buttermilk, three sides of grits, one with extra butter, one with extra cheese, one with extra butter and cheese, a Denver omelet extra cheese, three OJs, three coffees, and one Diet Coke. Yep, that's it. Won't take long. I'll be right back with your drinks. <sighs> well, we tried. And it went much better this time. The body was identifiable at least. Oh, but it was twice as messy. Yeah, I should have checked the amps on this thing. Well, you think we would have learned by now. What, that there's still a very good reason we still don't have our godmother licenses after 412 years? <sighs> well, now what? I don't know. Movie? Make it a comedy and I'm in. Hey, where did you get that upgrade? At Manny's Wands, Wizards, and Wonder Bras. I knew that rack of yours had some help. Hmm, Marla was pretty stacked. Should have used them to help her move up. That poor gal. Here you go. Are you talking about that girl on the news? <laughs> so sad. That's what happens when a boss treats his employees like cattle. She went all Freddy Krueger on him. They found some parts of him on the ceiling fan. It was just his arm up there. Tammy, get that cute little ass over here. Table six is ready, sweet thing. I can empathize with that gal. Hank is such a... I'll be right back. You know, Tammy, sometimes to get through a rough patch, you just need a little motherly guidance. Here we go again. Better make a run to Manny's then. Hey, Tam, do you have a straw? Yeah, here. It's my last one. Your responses to the first show have been tabulated. They have shown us bird, hamburger, lithium, DNA sequence, earth prime, load alpha program. It seems our issues are not yet over. Your studies cannot be delayed by further errors with this classroom or 
this instructor. Therefore, you will be transferred to a new classroom and continue your semester there. Uh, what does that mean? It means that you will have to adjust to a new environment as your new instructor and classmates will not have the patience I have shown. Students 3, 9, 11 and 12 will be transferred to a class already in session. They have just completed their midterms. You will be expected to catch up. Failure is not an option. Uh, why us? Why me? And when do we graduate? Graduate, student three. You have barely begun to understand the lessons. You are the most promising group. The expectation is that you will all gain more knowledge and better understanding of the world around you. There will be no further discussion. The remaining students will be moved to a new class just beginning. Failure at this level is not an option for any of you. Your transfers begin immediately. Inquiry matrix deactivated. Class dismissed. Course schedule and syllabus. The students have been separated. Your studies cannot be delayed. Therefore, you will be transferred to a new classroom. Now, Forced to strange new surroundings, questions arise. Uh, why us? Why me? But failure. Failure at this level is not an option for any of you. Stock up on supplies as the semester continues in Seminar 32. Available January 22, 2010. Only at PendantAudio.com. Featuring the voice talents of Emma Bowyer-Warner as the instructor, Seth Adam Schur as student 3, Kristen Bays as student 9, Brian Oldham as student 11. In Rockabye Part 1, Christopher Stadther as Joey, Andrea Fontenot as Marie, Deborah Adams as Kate, Jared Grigio as Hank, Jack Kalk as the officer, Mark Gutman as the construction manager, Jorge Horiana as the worker, Anna Rodriguez as the operator, Jared Page as the doctor, Tracy Hall as the nurse, and Don Price as the drunk written by Jack Kolk. In Last Straw, M. Sierra Garcia as Marla, Marlene Norton as Flo, Philip Weber as Mr. James, Melissa Autumn Hearn as Fawn, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as M.W., Jack Kolk as Security Officer, Jared Page as Man One, Tracy Hall as Tammy, and Don Price as Hank, written by M. Sierra Garcia. Seminar written and directed by Marcus Beattie, edited by Chris Britton. Seminar theme by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2009 Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2009 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.